So, I'm already in the gold cell. It's confirmed. I mean, technically I was going to take Kansas City over Buffalo, but I, I stuck with Buffalo just to make it fun for this week because there's one path for you to get into the gold cell with me, to share the gold cell with me. Yeah, we split and, it. And, and all you have to do, all you have to do is bet against Tom Brady at home in the Super Bowl. Oh, no. Wait a You're picking Tampa Bay? Of course I'm picking Tampa Bay. I'm telling you this right now. Kansas City is scoring at least 50 points against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I sure this, hope so. This game will be over in the first quarter. I had an uh, epiphany. I was thinking about it two days ago. I was thinking, like, wait a second. Because you know what I thought about? Remember that time Peyton Manning got to the Super Bowl with his new team and that game was over in the first 10 seconds the first play like <laughs> that was great like the, was Kansas, C- Kansas City's not going to start slow against Tom Brady they, they the, oh, the no. only the only team that they weren't able to do that against was the Patriots and Tom Brady like they are going to throw everything they have at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the first 10 minutes of that game, and that game will be over in the first quarter. It's going to be the most boring Super Bowl since that Seahawks one, except it's great because I love seeing those teams get the shit kicked out of them. See, they played already this year, and what you said happened. Like it, The game was over in the first half, but then Brady's starting to come back in the second half, and they only won by three points. The... The Chiefs are going to murder the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Murder. I sure hope so. Like I'm, I'm saying they might win by 30 points. I sure hope so. But it's, it's, I'm picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win this one. They're, they're, I, they're a, a very good offensive team with good running defense. So they're gonna have to throw the ball. Kansas City well, has no choice but to throw the ball. Uh, over under on, on Mahomes throwing it over 41 times. Over. I'll take under. They Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Um, whoever's the running back, this not Ricky Edward Chalair. I, I I got Ricky Shane Page, Ricky Seals Jones. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I got all these names, but actually, I told you. Yeah, whoever they're gonna run the ball a ton. Like the game's over at halftime. Um. I, I don't see them running a ton against the best running defense in the league. Don't see I don't. It. It's not going to matter. I see Ma, I see Mahomes running the ball more than uh, Clyde edwards earlier. What about Le'Veon Bell? He hates Tom Brady. Le'Veon Bell might get a rushing touchdown. I will say that. Like I'm saying, uh, this is my prediction for this game. If Chiefs twenty one points at least in the first. quarter. Brady's come back from that. Not this time. He's not. <laughs> like I think that the Chiefs murder them, Mur- like murder, murder them. I I hope so, but I just it's going to be it a very uninteresting for people who don't hate Tom Brady. So we are going to have a <laughs> blast. Well, if that happens, your name's in the gold cell. But like I said, you had to bet against Brady at home in the Super Bowl. And I just, I've seen it too many times. I never bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Except for last year. I definitely said they were getting, they were getting yeah, bounced was, in the first round. Yeah, <laughs> it was, you saw that from a mile away. Which is 
to be fair. So we got we got the Super Bowl prediction right out of the bat. Yeah, I'm if you have to ask me because I'm not betting on any of it because we all know why. <laughs> um, the if you have to take any bets, I'm taking take the over in the first half and take Kansas City and the fucking points. Lay as many points as you can. I think it's gonna be that kind of game. Like if there's a if there's a pick six prop bet on Tom Brady, or like a like he's gonna get he fumble six or pick six in the first. Like that's Brady how I'm threw saying. Three it. picks in the second half last week and still won the game. It's true. He's trying to give it away. <laughs> but you know what? You know what team's not in the Super Bowl? The Seahawks. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um. So, big news this week was, obviously, big day for Dustin's. We're recording this on Monday. Dustin big Diamond day. died. Dustin and Diamond. Dustin Pedroia retired. <laughs> retired. <laughs> one of those is funny and the other one's sad. Which one do you think I think is which? I think, uh, I think we're both in the same, uh, same like, Pedroia should have retired three years ago. Like the fact the, that Dustin Pedroia announced his retirement implies that he thought he was coming back, which is sad. Yes. Uh, well, he's trying to come back last year, too. He played a, few, a handful wait, of games. But. So as a person who, I guess I knew about Dustin Diamond, but when you say a big day for Dustin's, where do you think my brain goes? Oh, Reynolds. Dustin Reynolds said something stupid. No. Uh, he, he, he doesn't say stupid things. No, he does. He... I th- I think he's, he's aware that he wants to be he wants to be cool, but he yeah. doesn't know like you can't just like kiss someone's wife and think it's okay in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's part of like that religious crowd, so like yeah. he's not going to say anything overtly stupid. He might be thinking it though. We might say something overtly stupid about fucking abortion or something. But uh, I yeah, I just wanted to mention that Dustin Pedroia retired, and and what a fucking player he was! This generation's Wade Boggs, uh, MVP, really big part, really early got, in the league, really really in big, his career big part, of, yeah, really big part of why they got two championships, maybe even the third. Um, you know, team captain all the way. I I, I liked Pedroia a lot when he was here. Uh, he he put Bobby V in his place. He did. That was really the beginning of the end for him here, honestly, which is fucked up. Like, he kind of got a reputation for being a dink after that. But you're right. Bobby Valentine's a dink. Trump Trump is the Bobby Valentine of of politicians. Uh, Yeah, he sucks. Holler if you hear me. But Pedroia, you know. Thank you for for being a great Boston baseball player. You and Ortiz were definitely like the heart and soul of that team after Manny left. Uh, Manny Ramirez. What a I loved I loved Manny Ramirez showing up in like a bar, and the guy in front of him was wearing a Red Sox hat and didn't like know who he was. Manny Ramirez seems like he'd be fun to hang out with. Yes, yeah, he seems like a funny dude. Uh, but like he just—he was there, and he was like standing there. Uh, you know, Manny Ramirez is pretty recognizable to, to me, anyway. Um, 
and the guy in front of him wearing a Red Sox hat does not recognize him at all. And, and like, Manny Ramirez is TikToking this, so you see the video, and he's just like... <laughs> Greatest Boston, best Boston sports moment, uh, bar, sports bar moment. Here we go. Oh, fucking uh, Mike Napoli. Okay, I was going to say Mike Napoli, <laughs> Mike Napoli or Brad Marchand. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brad, Brad Marchand, after the Stanley Cup, went on a tear for about three weeks. Yeah. Uh, but I'll say Napoli going shirtless in the cold. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I remember that one pretty fondly. That World Series was fun. Uh, the only one we won at home. It's the only one that like that felt like cool. Like it wasn't like they didn't like just like spend a lot of money on it. It was a bunch of crappy players that they overpaid for that ended up doing. It was one of those things where we thought we were rebuilding because uh, we were there was that collapse and we didn't think we'd get back there. We thought like there was a culture well, problem. There, there and then, was. And then, and that's when we had Bobby V and then we were the worst team in the league. And then the very next year we win the world series with a equally shitty manager. I don't think Farrell was shitty. I do. But, uh, I think, I think he was everything Frank Kona was, but scale it down to about a quarter. Yo, listen to him talk. He was really good at first, and then by the end, he lost the locker room and needed to go. Oh, God, I miss Terry Francona. Francona should have never been fired. I would have said, keep him. Keep him and get rid of the people who are doing the bullshit. You keep him for as long as Pejoria would be there, at least. Yeah. But, who uh, knows? I, I liked Francona a lot. I liked it. He, he ended that, up making Cle- Cleveland baseball team pretty good. Yeah. No, he's he's a good coach. He's not a dick. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's that's the that's the sport that's the sport part. But we also got to talk about the uh, the other big thing that happened on Saturday. Fucking. Big. Oh, the trade. The Rams trading two first rounders, a third rounder, and Jared Shithead Goff for uh, Matthew Stafford. How. Dude, remember the draft where him and where Goff and Wentz were one and two, and all the trades that went back and forth to make that happen? Yeah, what fucking idiots! Uh, the both Rams... of those teams, both of those teams made the fucking Super Bowl in spite of their shitty quarterbacks. They traded every fucking pick they had. Um, the, the Rams are betting on their problem being mostly quarterback position. Uh, they're they're thinking they could get to the Super Bowl. I think Matt if Stafford. if Matt Stafford's the quarterback of the team this year, I, I'm thinking NFC Championship game. Uh, I also think I like Stafford more than you do. I like Stafford. I think he's okay. Uh, I, th- I I think they're. Uh, I don't want to say they're putting the the cart in front of the the horse so much as as they just overpaid, they gambled their future away, basically. Uh, That's what they've been five, doing for like five years, though. I was going to say, in five, six years, they're going to be the dregs of the league. But for the next two to three to four to five, maybe, uh, everything up to up till that, when Stafford, uh, if they win this year, I think Stafford will stick around for maybe three, four more years and then call it a career. I feel like uh, the Rams are good at, at um overpaying for players but then like having it so they can they can if they say goodbye a year before you think that they do not like get attached to certain players Todd Gurley was gone early 
yes. crimes. Um, they way overpaid for Brandon Cooks, and he is gone. They overpaid for Aqib Talib. I mean, he's retired at this point, but like even Goff, they extended. But but to to the point though, they have uh, Jalen Ramsey now in the cor- in the corner position. They have uh, Aaron Donald, uh, one of the best defensive defensive players in the league. And they have a, a really good offense too. Like their running game is still good. I forget the guy's name who who replaced Gurley, but he had an okay year. Uh, their their receiving core is really good. So with a upgrade at quarterback, I like when I think of the the trade, it's like Garoppolo. We got for we traded him for a second round pick. So two firsts and a third. <laughs> Garoppolo and a might be back. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping so. It'll feel normal. Um. <laughs> But, but, like, that's the whole thing. Like, good on the Lions for getting the haul they did because Stafford was not worth that much. But No, it seems like they got a lot of first-round picks for Matt Stafford. For yes. Foot, football Danny P. Uh, <laughs> the name of the episode this week. Uh, <laughs> I'll let them know. I'll let them know ahead of time so it's, there's no surprises. Is <laughs> no, that alarming? Yeah. Like, what the hell are these guys doing? Wait, wait, uh, what? <laughs> no, Danny, you slightly look like Matthew Stafford. That's yeah. It. But anyways, yeah, it's just good in the Lions. They'll be good in in four years once those first round picks. I also think that like they, Goff probably overachieves next year too. Eh, Lions are gonna be crappy. Oh, they do you know the coach they got? Do you remember the the guy that they have as coach? Uh no, he was the guy that took over for the Dolphins. No, no, that no, no. Uh, I I, uh, I I I did see his press conference. Now that you think about it, yeah, he's he's a nut job. He's 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 like a nut. Like, yeah, um, do you know the guy who coaches LSU at Orgeron? No, I don't watch college football. Um, you sh- if you ever get a chance to just like watch some Coach O videos. Like that's a get familiar with him. Like he's just like a he's like a blowhard football guy. Yeah. Like uh, was it Dan Campbell or Dan Carpenter? I don't. Know. The guy who coaches the Lions is a fucking. He's great. He might be a terrible coach, but like the the Dolphins played for him when they sucked. Yeah, like and I don't know. I I don't know. It's I don't think they'll be good, but at least it's like a. At least they're not higher. Just hiring some fucking. Lame Belichick disciple like Matt Patricia. Yeah, it, it's ugh, God. Uh, the, by the way, that's why Stafford is not in, in New England. Well, one of the reasons uh, we were never going to match what the Rams offered. But uh, Stafford said he didn't want to play in New England because uh, like, that was the only team he didn't want to go to. Sweet. Yeah. All right, we're there now. I'm, and most people are saying it's because of Patricia. I'm sure he sucked. Yeah. Um, and and when I think about it, like when we got rid of Patricia, our defense improved. The defense generally sucked when Matt Patricia was the defensive coordinator. Also, it like, was, but it also was too much bend and 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 a lot of break too. Uh, but I never. How does Matt Patricia get a? How does anyone who's the defensive coordinator for the Patriots at this point get a job because of it? Because. When they're good, no one thinks it's the coordinator, and when they're bad, they're the one that get blamed. And when they have a good game, everyone just assumes Belichick took over play calls. 
Um, yeah. I mean, I w- like the track record of coordinators becoming coaches in other teams and failing speaks for itself. Um, McDaniel did it. Uh, O'Brien did it. Patricia did it. Like, I can't wait till Gerard Mayo's the coach of the New England Patriots. I would like that. Yeah, I, I like that. Like, it just fe- it feels like that's the way it's gonna go. Like, uh, uh, you don't think it's gonna be Steve Belichick that, that we just do the nepotism angle? I'd love it. <clears throat> Steve and, with his mullet. Yeah, the mullet, mullet Belichick, fucking coach of the Patriots. Like they go from like a taking care of business kind of team to like a party in the back and business in the front kind of team. <laughs> Everyone on the team has a mullet. Yeah. Mullets become popular in New England. Uh, we'll move along quickly because I imagine we're going to talk about the Rumble for an hour because we didn't really talk that much about it. Um, we didn't talk about Devon Dudley last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. He's yeah. a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just like, why would you do so, that? Speaking of, speaking of Dustin Rhodes not knowing. Yeah, Devon did what Dustin Rhodes might do. Yeah. <laughs> Devon did, did something do. that Dustin, we would have thought he would have done. Yeah, but kayfabe. Uh, Devon was like, no one would print that I was gay. And I was like, wait, Devon's gay now? Oh, good for him. And then I read the article and he, he was like, yeah, that was trying, like- he was trying to call out people for for writing about stuff he said and not writing about all the other bullshit that he said. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I was trying to mislead the press. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to take his coming out as gay and uh, taking the piss out of that fucking yeah. traumatic experience for everyone. Everyone's gay. <laughs> everyone I love is gay. gay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's a stupid, dumb, yeah, Devon, yeah. Devon dumb guy. I think I think he means well too, because he generally seems like he's like a good guy to people whose moral compass I approve of in wrestling. I just think it was just like, oh, like you can tell how old you are. Situation, <laughs> and like, it, honestly, he probably found out how old he was too after that. Yeah, whether he no, listened no. or not is another question. But I feel like. Once in a while, every wrestler who was popular in the late 90s tries to pretend it's the late 90s again, yeah. and it's not the late 90s anymore. No, it certainly is not, Val. <laughs> Do you know exactly what who's a wrestler from the late 90s that is, like, fucking on top of shit? Charles Wright. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he he's, he's, he's seems like a very fun person. Yeah, he's like a... He's just on Instagram doing weed ads. Yeah. Hanging out with B-Real from Cypress Hill. <coughs> like, what a life. <laughs> like, that dude just seemed to have it all figured out. Even, like, I ended up watching that Yoko thing after Royal Rumble because I'm a glutton for fucking misery. And even then, like, he's, like, smiling and happy on that. Like, wow. We're talking about your dead friend. <laughs> yeah, but but I feel like maybe there, that enough time has passed where he's looking back on it, looking back on it fondly rather than being being sad. Yeah, yeah. Ah, 
Anyway. <laughs> ah, anyway. Um, should we just get right into it? Yeah, I was going to wait for you to talk about it. You know, I, I, I feel like we're both going to have pretty positive things to say about it. Yes and no. I got some, some, some neggies. Um, on, what did I, I've, wrestling challenge is something I've been watching. It's the worst fucking wrestling I've ever seen. I think like yeah. it's, it, it crosses that threshold into so bad. It's good. Like, uh, who's the, I can't, Ken Resnick is the worst fucking interview guy and they never say his name. So I had to Google like fucking douchey wrestling interview guy from wrestling challenge. I, I had no fucking clue what his name was. I spent an hour high on the couch trying to figure out what this fucking idiot's name is so I could talk shit about him to Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like such a... I think, okay, I'm going to go quickly Saturday Night John because Saturday Night John was very Saturday Night John. Because returning listener possibly... Knew, uh, Returning ex-listener uh, went, was was away, so I had the house to myself. So I got high on the couch and then realized I didn't have desserts. So I just I DoorDash Googled dessert and ended up finding a place that sells wings that delivers to my house. And I had to have ordered six people, persons worth of wings. And every... I got five fucking... No, I got six styrofoam containers all of them had wings and like two scoops of curly fries in them and i got fried oreos so i'm just like watching 86 wrestling challenge on the fucking couch stupid ken resnick yeah that's about it that's a cool story though i i i don't even remember what i did saturday night uh rumble rumble uh, my first WWE program to watch since the last pay per view, which I did not like. The first pay, the first WWF event that I I watched the main event of War Games, but this is the first thing I've seen since the takeover after WrestleMania. No, the takeover after TLC Money in the Bank. Okay, whatever whatever takeover was after Money in the Bank was the last full event that I've watched. And that was the Keith Lee winning the NXT title match? Correct. Okay. No? I don't fuck it. Who cares? It was in your house. Yeah, was it Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream in the parking lot? Is that what it was? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. All right. I remember that one then. Uh, NXT did some good stuff this year, though. Uh, not a bad year for NXT. Uh, I'll give you my takeaway from how is WWE their roster so fucking stacked but I hate their fucking product um, Undertaker mentioned that actually he said that uh, Vince is a soft product and everyone's talking like people were talking about like yeah, but like not in the ring and stuff. And I was like, Taker, yeah, watching I think that, that kind of completes I, I, the I, thought. I, it's it's not so much like an add on. The people are is that. The fuck? I bet he's just a, like a fucking like nerd. Uh, like he's not like a he's not like a gun-toting like he's not the American badass who like in real life 
who was like a Trump supporter. He's just a fucking dork. He's the American. You know how they say wrestlers are are uh, being themselves, but with the attitude turned to ten. Yeah. Like the volume turned way up. This is with the volume to at like one and a half. Yeah, he, he he's a one and a half version of the American badass. It's he's, just like he's like be- bedroom practice volume, and the American badass is like concert volume. Yeah, he's like like I don't know, like he, like he like I don't think I'm gonna have two cookies. <laughs> oh, you don't want to have too much to drink. We have church in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like, like that's just kind of what he is. Like he's not like a badass or anything. He's the, just the maybe he's just American bad. He's American. Like he doesn't know. He's stupid. Yeah, he doesn't call anyone boy. But like when they when they talk about like when he said like Vince has a soft product, there's no way around it. Like that's just the truth. I think that has to do with like. The stories that are being told, the methods that they're using to tell those stories, sometimes even the execution of those sort of stories rather than the in-ring stuff. Um, but like they kind of completed the thought, like the in-ring product isn't really bad. And the case in point really was the Reigns versus uh, Kevin Owens match, which I thought was a huge step up from their last match. Dad. Ending makes no fucking sense, even if they didn't botch it. It it was hilarious. Uh, all right, so the whole match before that, I was like, oh, this is a really fun match. They're just doing a lot of spots and yeah, and it was a lot of- it was a good it was a it was a it was um a car crash that made sense. Yeah, it was a lot of spots, a lot of beats. Like they go here, they go here, they go here. It was ladders, everything. That, up. It was so much better than that Orton Edge match. Which one? The oh, last the, man standing from WrestleMania last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah. That was so much better. Long. That yeah. was too long. And it this was a long match. match, too, though. This was long, but it kept your attention because after all, like, all these beats, then like they finally get to the side of the stage where like the end of the match happens. And it, beginning to end, you're just laughing the whole time. Because, like, Range is handcuffed. Uh, first off, Kevin Owens walks over there and burns himself on a light. Um uh, and that, so you're laughing immediately at Kevin Owens' misfortune, uh, and it was very obvious and caught on camera. And then Ro- Reigns comes over and he's handcuffed to the bottom of the thing, so he can't get up. And as he's like counting, the ref is counting to ten. Reigns takes the ref and knocks him out by pulling him into the stage. And that ref is dead. If you look at the ref, like five minutes later, he's still laying there unconscious. It's okay, fucking hilarious. And in this situation, is Kevin Owens sleeping? What's he yes. doing over there? Like, kick Paul Heyman. <laughs> it only took him four. And also, if I'm the ref who started counting too early, the second ref, who's at five, 30 seconds before those handcuffs are unlocked, I'm, <laughs> I am changing my name and getting a new job. Um, that was the funny... That was also funny, because... Heyman's like frantically trying to unlock him and he can't. Oh, what a rib. <laughs> it's just like, I'm like, this match was great. This ending, the idea, pretty creative. And it just like fell up. The, all of the wheels fell off yeah. so hard at the end. Okay, so I think there might be this sort of discussion online too. 
What's your preference for golf cart spots? This one or the the Matt Hardy one? Oh God, they're both great in different ways. Apples and oranges, really, because kind of yeah. Because what happened at AEW when it happened, it was fucking hilarious. This was just brutal. Because Owens goes through the the window and the window hits reins in the face reins right in the mouth he he got the stone cold guitar thing hat going on after that you know yeah from a king of the ring 96 when he split his lip so reins is bleeding from his mouth because the glass just hit him in the or the plastic glass it was loud too yeah it was like Uh, a perfect wrestling spot like a perfect goofy wrestling spot um just I don't like saying which one I like better because I like them both for completely different reasons. Yeah, it's really. I guess I had to bring up the discussion about the two of them. If if I had to pick though, just one, uh, AEW just for the memes. But like, if the me- if you take the memes out of it, I kind of go last night. I think it was a better wrestling spot. Yeah, the Sammy one is just so ridiculous. It's it was just funny. Yeah, and it was just like. <laughs> Like you knew, that, you knew that's what you were getting in AEW and with Matt Hardy too. But yeah. So speaking of Sammy, though, uh, as this is broadcast, I don't know if you watched BTE today. I haven't. Oh uh, well, I won't spoil it then. How bad? Sammy's a, Sammy's a part of BTE this week. Oh no. Yeah. No. What? Is he, is he, I'm just assuming that he beat John Silver for the title. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, like thank that. Christ. All right. Um, funny part of, of BTE today is when, when it opens, and Gallows and Anderson are, stare, are standing in front of a green screen, and in the background they have uh, a uh, like a deer grazing on grass. He's like, oh, look at this buck. I want to fuck it. It's a young buck. I want to fuck a young buck. <laughs> He's like, get fuck the young bucks, dude. Uh, Gallows and Anderson are making BTE fun. I mean, BTE's been pretty good for really since since the um, outside wrestling happened. BTE's been good again. Um, <laughs> the match they had, the Bucks and and the Good Brothers going against the Dark Order, there was a lot edited out. I haven't seen the. The regular one. Um. Okay. Yeah. If you saw the regular one, you would think like that was what happened. Like, cause I didn't notice any cuts or anything like that. Um. But there was stuff edited out. Like at one point, they're all on the outside with po- like the Dark Order and Powerbomb positions, and Gallows and Anderson pretend to smoke a joint, uh, and they're like passing it back and forth, and then they pass it to like Matt Jackson. And he doesn't want it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, so they, so they that they talk about how they had to edit that match down a lot. Uh, hilarious stuff. They're they're funny. They're funny boys. I do love. Them. <laughs> uh, but anyways, okay. back to back, back to the rumble. So let's go in order. Did you watch the pre-show? I want just that the tag match. Yeah. Okay, I think yeah. That's the only match that happened. So I didn't know about Ric Flair and Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans is worse than the big show with the heels and face turns. <laughs> For one. Uh, yeah, she she's done two so far. 
She hasn't been around that long. I mean, she was in the Lars Sullivan call-up, which is what I like to call it. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was the cream so soda to his root beer. <laughs> good stuff. Oh, that popped me. That was, that was a good one right there. Well, I wish there was more root beer based cocktails so we could call it the Lars Sullivan. Uh, or what's it? What's it? What's liquors that A and W stand for? Absinthe um, and beer? Uh, a and W to A and B. <laughs> Absinthe and wine. Oh, actually, I could probably make that work. Ugh, it doesn't sound good. Yeah, listener, come up with your best, best, your best, your best A and W cocktail. You know, if you will. <laughs> you know, because of that time that Lars Sullivan stuck the got his dick sucked. Uh, what's? What's an alcohol with A? It's uh, not absinthe. Amaretto. <laughs> That's fine. Will you pass me the amaretto with the wine? <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. Amaretto. Good call. <coughs> uh, well, this week leading up to the, the women's tag match, uh, Charlotte Flair and, and Shayna Baszler had a, 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 a tissel in the ring. Uh, Charlotte, like, shoot need Shanna Baszler right in the face at one point. Like they had to there was several endings to that tag match where they had to get them like separated basically. Yeah, she need she needs Shanna Baszler in the face and then her hairline retreated. <laughs> well Shanna looked like she was uh knocked goofy from it. Like she didn't retaliate uh my my respect for her kinda went up for that too. Like she could have very easily like lost it on Charlotte, I feel like. And she would have been the one to be the victor on that one. Uh, oh, yeah. But it, look, but it looked like Charlotte was pulling some shit on her. And uh, Shayna didn't bite, so good on her. So th- basically, they had the women's tag title match going. And uh, fucking Ric Flair, his music hit. Lacey came from the, from the back. Way too much interference, and then eventually they lost. Yeah, Ric Flair is the only person that can get away with uh, having a loaded anything at this point, because <laughs> he's the only he's the only holdover from the NWA that's in WWE at this point. Ric Flair with the loaded man's ear. Yeah, <laughs> the loaded bro. <laughs> man's ear, <laughs> bro. GI man's ear, GI bro. <laughs> good call good call we'll, yeah, get, we'll, get to, we'll get to that later too we got to that thing but what did you think of the uh the goldberg match i thought that was a good match everyone shit talked in the group i thought that was like it was like a just a different enough from all the other ones to were just like okay they're having the same match but it's a little different and like it's a good way to start it it was like a it was like a shorter less ridiculous version of the last man standing match, honestly. Yeah. Um, me and Chiquiti were watching it, uh, on a, a discord chat we have. And, uh, he asked me, how long do you think this match is bell to bell? And I said, two minutes, 30 seconds. <laughs> and, and he was like six minutes, 11 seconds. So the match didn't start when it started, 
the bell didn't ring. They they battled the outside for a little bit. Yeah. And by the time the bell rang and they were in the ring to the bell rang again to finish the match, it was two minutes and 33 seconds. <laughs> and it was probably about six minutes and 11 seconds with all the, the, the gaga before. That's what we were talking about. So we were both kind of right. But I was like, I was looking at Goldberg and he's wearing shorts. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, definitely not taking this very seriously. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, he would, by the end of it, he was like so gassed that he could like barely walk. Is it, everything that that needed to be to be okay. Probably not uh, offensive. Perfectly fine with it. His jackhammer was slightly better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I, I think Goldberg should just call it a career, like officially. You know. Honestly, I think he's probably the only like like random attraction that has any interest in because I. I Gauging by the way he talks, I think he might be a, a COVID denier or just someone who just doesn't give a fuck about it at this point. I, so I think getting him to leave the house to do shit like this is probably why he's doing it. All right. Uh, like I don't think it's I, the same as like getting like this is I'm gonna say his name twice. This is like the Big Show spot. Yeah, but yeah, he, he come in to do like a like oh my god, is how's he gonna? do this job but like i didn't know goldberg was dumb like that i've i don't pay attention to anything i so i mean i'm honestly just going basing it on the time he was on talking talking shop he was on talking shop yeah he was a guest on talking shop and it was because him and gallows are boys all right so um (laughs) connect the fucking dots on that one all right gotcha uh yeah, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, but Goldberg, yeah, wearing shorts, you know. Yeah, he didn't look like like because when he's doing mania and stuff, you could tell like he's committed. He's, he's committed. Yeah. yeah, he's gassed up. He just looked like an old guy on this one. Yeah, I would say you know I've seen enough Goldberg at this point. I can't. I'm having less and less fun. Ironically, like cheering for him. Well, also like I didn't like I didn't like him when I was younger. Like I was just like, ugh, this guy just dumb. I like I really do kind of like when he has super short matches. Yeah, yeah. Even when he loses, like win win or lose, like the, the Strowman match, I, it's like um, I'm trying to think of a band that just like really cut out the bullshit and just only did one thing that the people like job for a cowboy. Like that job for a cowboy EP is like, oh, you like it when we do the inhales and the butt and the breakdowns? Well, guess what? <laughs> no, their last album was uh, awesome. They actually, after that, that um, this is the way, the way I remember it in my head is when they put out the Doom EP. Like, okay, we we kind of did a disservice to the metal scene, and then they started writing like real death metal records. Yes. Uh... I don't know if they did a disservice per se, but oh no, I, they I, they, I would, they ruined slam music for the better part of a decade. The, <laughs> that's fine, fair. Uh, uh, I once Al uh, from Goratory and uh, Pete uh, Santacandrio, if I'm saying that last name right, probably not. Not Pete, uh, Tony. Once he came into. Uh, uh, play guitar for them, or both of them were playing guitar. And job for a cowboy. That band got awesome. 
Yeah, they wrote some good records. I mean, I didn't like them because the gimmick was gone. And yeah. Boy, do I love the gimmick. Speaking of the gimmick, <laughs> I bought an HM2 clone, the Behringer one. Okay. And I know how to use it now. Gotcha. Oh, boy, am I fucking annoying. <laughs> I took the... I run the, the Zoom pedal. This is terrible podcast in the middle of the Rumble review, but I don't care. Uh, the Zoom pedal, Not the me. way I had it, I run it to the the HM2, to the micro amp, to the amp. There's four boost pedals on this thing now. I mean... That's your thing. That's your thing. It's my thing. <laughs> it's definitely my thing. Uh, I was, yeah. I, I was when I was recording for uh, some shit. Just playing on a side note of that too. Before we get back to the rumble, we gotta pad this thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had the Jeff Loomis boost pedal from like it's like the Dead Horse Company. Um, I have his. Like, it's a Tube Screamer with a bass boost added on, too. So, um, I had that going into the Jeff Loomis Amp Sim, which had the boost pedal. Like, it's like a a Tube Screamer in front of it as well. And it had, like, the clankiest guitar tone ever. So, I was like, ah, (laughs) one of these has to go. (laughs) Did I have... I just have one boost on my, uh, in front of me, and that's it. Did you see my Tube Screamer MZ2 haul? For three hundred for three hundred dollars, I bought uh, a a Japanese eighties tube screamer, uh, a Boss metal digitalizer, and two carded old San Francisco toy makers. <laughs> did you see that? When did you post it? Uh, about a week ago. Oh, I'll have to go back and see it. No, I didn't. But I I, I, I bought the whole thing for three hundred dollars. I sold the tube screamer for three seven this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah, hold on. I, the, the figs are right here. Okay. Well, John uh, goes and gets his figures. Again, Anything? this is also... Nice. I have I have that loose. Oh, I do not have that one. Those are very good. So he showed he showed me the sting uh, with the coat on, with the doing the biceps up. Series three. Blonde sting. Series three. And oh, that actually reminds black, me of another thing. But black and white Macho Man. The heels. The limited edition set one. Also on the <laughs> on the back of it are all the vibrators. Yep, I have all those. Um, <laughs> remember word when I was doing the podcast at your house. Was it the last step? Whatever the one where I was talking about how cheap the galoobs are online, and I placed a bid on something. I won that auction. Nice. I have almost a complete set of WCW galoobs now. I just got to get the UK exclusive and Ron Simmons. <laughs> I uh, I have two galoobs. I have I have Flair and and Luger. I'm just kind of like, yeah, these are. They're like Hasbro's with no articulation, you know? Yeah, they're like Hasbro's and LJN had a real shitty kid. <laughs> a, a kid that's going to own a trailer someday. <laughs> I'd love to uh, own a trailer. But yeah, the the, tag, the women's tag match was pretty, uh, it was fun. <laughs> oh, we were talking about Goldberg and, and 
true. So every, I don't know why, but everyone was worried that Drew was going to lose. And I was just like, look at Goldberg. He's out there in shorts. He's not winning this match. It's going to yeah. be quick. Drew's going over. They're going to shake hands at the end. Thank you for coming. We, we're, we respect each other now and, and walk away. Yeah, it was exactly. It was fine. It was pretty inoffensive, but Goldberg, you, you goodbye. You're done. The next uh, was the next match the first women's match. The, the next match was Sasha against Carmella. Okay, and this was and, fine too. Yeah, the, the, pretty much the same thing they did uh, the month before. Um, now here's my question: Why don't you do that dive ah before you kick the water guy out? <laughs> The um, name, but because Carmella looked like she broke her fucking neck for a second, she she looked like she did the Lita. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was that was bad. But overall, the match was pretty much fine and offensive. Fine and offensive. That would have, be how I describe. Good, good. I I can't say anything bad about it. That that spot was dangerous, though. Yeah. Uh, and then there was the women's rumble. Was that the next match after that? I'm pretty sure it was. Okay, it doesn't matter, I guess. Um, was there another match before that? Am I, am I remembering, remembering this wrong? It doesn't matter. I don't remember if there <laughs> is. So. Um, so, what was, bef- was the uh, musical performance before that? It might have been the musical performance. So, did you know that that's actually the music video for that song? Is Booker T standing like this and the dude rapping around him? I loved it. <laughs> I thought this was just the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. That's why I, 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 I had to ask. I was like, "Is this what people like now? Is this is this what it, what's popular?" Yes, that's a very that's a. Th- th- I'm going to give you my Machine Gun Kelly's very famous moment right now because I just assumed he was like saliva. Because when we grew up, we had saliva, not like very popular pop stars i guess that guy's like a real pop star um returning listener currently possible ex-listener currently returning ex-listener was explaining to me the popularity of that young man fine i i I don't get it i think it's a big get for the for the dubs okay good for them then have at it uh um i'm in i'm ambivalent to this whole situation but I mean, it just <laughs> shows you. It, it just shows you if you're famous enough, the Miz will the Miz will catch you. It shows me that life has seemingly passed me by. Yeah, or, or pop culture at least. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, women's rumble. Um, I, I we we made a little uh, pool for random picks, and I had eleven and twelve here, so I was pretty quickly eliminated from this thing. Which one did you have? I had. Uh, New girl whose name I don't remember, and Peyton Royce. Okay. No, um, so, like, the women's rumble, now, it does fall into, fall into, like, mid-90s rumbles, where, like, there's not enough people who you think are going to win it. But they feel like they work around it. The Billy Kay and Jillian Hall stuff was pretty good. Billy Kay Billy and Jillian. Yeah. Oh yeah, Billy Billy Kay is is a a treasure. Yes. She she is uh very enjoyable when I see her every time. 
Like this was her. This was her. Um, Hawkins from a couple years ago was great in the Rumble. Like where he like they wouldn't let him get in the the match. Was that what it was? Yeah, everyone just kept beating up Kurt Hawkins. I think it was, and that was it's like a a funny version of that Punk year. <laughs> he wouldn't shut up until Triple H came out and shut him up. Ugh. Um, they're also running out of because when they first started having the women's rumble, the the women the like the we'll call them legends. We're, we're talking like, about, we're talking about so Molly Holly and Michelle McCool are going to yeah. be in this mat rumble because they're in every rumble, and then they weren't there, and I was just like, wow, that's kind of shocking. But like, they're also like. They're running out of women that like qualified as like being remembered fondly or like would have good matches if it wasn't such a shitty scenario there. Like like Victoria looks like she might have been Miss NWO from the original sold out. <laughs> <laughs> and she can't hear you. <laughs> that was uh that's your opinion on the matter and I will just I will st- I will keep my mouth shut and ignore my laughter. Uh, <laughs> I laugh at everything John says. If you by the by the, if you're listening to 101 episodes, you know I laugh at everything John says by now. Uh Yeah. But, uh, th- this match was was fine. I think people posted about how uh at one point uh what's her face who won it? I don't remember her name. Bianca uh, Belair. Bianca Belair, thank you. Um, she, she, her feet touched the ground, so there might be some, some, some stories Curt- there. Curtis, some the... Curtis Axel. Yeah. Well, th- she won it, so, uh, yeah. there might be some, there might be some, like, big show, uh, uh stuff going on. Uh, so McMahon's going to be at every corner of her match is what I'm saying. No, good. uh, <laughs> uh, well, she, she, was, she, she's also the wrestler who agrees to get back in the ring very cordially. Yeah, she, she, she made a lot of agreements with other wrestlers. Yeah, <laughs> on the apron, like we'll get back in. We don't want to do anything too rash. It was like it was like a season of Survivor in a wrestling match. But uh, I thought it for sure that if she won, Big E was winning. Uh, when they eliminated Charlotte, she was like laughing and smiling. And and people were making memes like when you laugh because you're still going to be in the title match at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this this was a fine rumble though. Nothing nothing bad happened. Yeah, it was just enough silly shit to to take you out. I mean, they have all of the women's talent. Do I mean you also got to hope that maybe when the world's back to normal, they can have some of the UK girls come in too. Yeah, like I like Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley, obviously. Um, yeah, but what is like? Can have Piper and Nevin come in in a in a battle royal situation is interesting. I would like that. I think she, I think she would she would do well here. She could be like the Nia Jax killer. Oh, by yeah. the way, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler is hitting each other in this match. They started cutting away uh, from camera angles a lot during that part, and I was just like, "What the fuck are they doing?" They were just masking how bad the shots were, so there was like fifty thousand camera cuts 
during that. Yeah, part. that whole I don't know if you saw part it. made no fucking sense. Anyways, yeah, just gals turning on gals. Just gals turning on gals, turning on gals, turning on gals. But uh, yeah, Bianca Belair won. She cut a uh emotional promo afterwards and yeah. cried when she did the the finger point. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Speaking of which, good, so good we, stuff. we're just going pirate ship again? We're just, pre- just pretending like last year didn't happen? Yeah, well, they're going to be in the same... They're go, they're actually going to be in the stadium this year, so they can reuse all the logos shit they had last year. They can, they're can. they saving a lot on on their promotion, yeah. uh, promotional materials. Yeah, they're going to save $20 million in promotional materials, but Heath Slater can't keep his job. <laughs> Back to Rhino, you go, Heath. <laughs> uh, very true. Very, 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 very true. What a real statement on WWE. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was. I, I agree with everything you said. I'm trying to think of anything. Shotzi Blackheart is going to make money for the rest of her life because she probably never has to take a bump ever again. She just has to have a tank that works. Yep. Uh, once they make the toys for that, that's going to sell a million. That might be yeah. a, that might be a top seller right there. Um, but then like what a great, about, what a great gimmick to have. We already talked about Reigns and Owens. So yeah, we can talk about Reigns and Owens a little bit more if you want. I mean, I don't know. Rain Reigns retains, uh, they botched the ending. They botched uh, the ending. The, the ref was murdered by way of being pulled into the stage. We can say everything that WWE's done wrong, and I just I'm in a, I'm in a good mood. It's, it's this beginning of WrestleMania season. Uh, uh, who would have thought that when he signed with NXT that Kevin Owens was going to be at the top of the card for pretty much the entire time he's been under contract? I would have never thought that Vince would have used him the way he has. Nope, he's he can use him correctly, but he can't seem to find a way to use Keith Lee. <laughs> Very true. And even just... like Kevin Owens looks like he's in pretty good shape. He still's got a fucking protruding gut. Yes, it's this so is, this... so it's so weird. He's like he's kind of got like chic body, <laughs> but he's wearing a shirt. <laughs> We were talking about that. I was just like, I love how Kevin Owens wrestles and stuff I just wear. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's like us. Yeah. He's like one of us. Um, but anyways, yeah. Then we have the the man's rumble. There a another. There wasn't another women's title match. Did Asuka wrestle anybody? Oh no, she was in the beginning. Is she the yeah. champion? Yes. Oh, okay. She's the Raw champion, yeah. Um, so the men's rumble. Well, even if it's not anything else, we're just skipping it. Uh men's rumble was good, I thought. Um they needed to get a guy to be to, to win it from the beginning again because they haven't done it in fifteen years. So why not have it be Edge? No one else is over. Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought Rollins was going to win it. Uh, yeah. 
None of the people in that match interested me in having them win that match. That's what I mean. Like, Maybe I Daniel liked, Bryan, but... I, I was sort of like Daniel Bryan or Nakamura, but that's just because I'm fans of them. Um, eh, nobody else was really over, so why not just have Edge do it from the beginning? It made, uh, it made way too much sense to me. Hurricane does not care where that money comes from. <laughs> no, he's he is in it for the uh, the paycheck. Yeah, he's uh. So uh, is he the only one that showed up in AEW Impact, WWE, and Talking Shop? Uh, oh, I'm never mind. Gallows and Anderson. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was gonna say I'm guessing yes because, but no, obviously oh, no, not. Uh, yeah, the, Tommy Dreamer was the Casino Battle Royal in AEW or just an independent one? Um, was that oh, no. the? Uh, there was yeah. Was that all in? Was that all in or was that at all out? I remember he took the Sunny Cost Sunny Kisses butt spot. Yeah, was that at all in? It's a good question. I don't. We're gonna have to get it. We're gonna have to get the historian on this. <laughs> my 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 iPad's over there. No, my my tablet's over there, and I'm not gonna look this up right now. But yeah, nor should uh, we. <laughs> uh, I I did like how they got Randy Orton out of there, and they really, really, really tried to play it up like the final six was the final six and wasn't the final seven. No one who's they, watched a rumble they, forgot all about it. Yeah, they really tried to go there, but no, uh, everyone was watching. Like, yeah, Randy Orton's coming back at the end, and then the it really kind of it was too much. Yeah, uh, it was we too thought mu- the fiend. We thought the fiend was going to come out and cost them the rumble, but they didn't do that, and they just had Edge win. I mean, who's Edge going to face at WrestleMania? That's what a lot of people are like. Edge is just going to lose to whoever's champion because I was like, eh. I see him having more of a shot to win than fucking Goldberg. <laughs> is, is, is Christian just back now, too? I don't know. Maybe that's part of the angle they'll do. with where Christian, Christian, is. Christian versus Orton? Maybe Christian, Edge and Christian win the tag titles between now and Mania. And one of the... And, and maybe that makes Edge have to defend the tag titles at Mania, too. So, so he has at, two matches? Yeah. They're so low on star power that Edge has two matches at WrestleMania. Why not? Edge shows up in New Japan. <laughs> he he comes out to challenge uh, Kenta for the US title after he beats Moxley. The Miz shows up with his money in the bank briefcase. <laughs> yeah, he had that back. I, I, I don't quite understand why he had it back. He cashed in at the last pay-per-view. Oh, the, you did say that he, he failed the cash-in. Yeah. And now he has the money in the... Like, something must have happened where they said it wasn't a cash-in. I guess so. I don't... I Someone mentioned something, and I forget what they said, and oh, to justify it. Um... I don't know. He has it again, so I don't know. Well, I'll, I'm sure I'll find out. I'll probably watch. You know what? I'm not going to watch it. I'll probably just watch WrestleMania. I'll I see. Look it up on I'll see. I'll this. see in April, Vince. 
<laughs> Vance. Vance. Uh, <laughs> but uh, they're trying to build up other people. They had like strong Nakamura had a strong showing in the Rumble before getting eliminated by Corbin. They're, they're trying to build up people slowly but surely. I, I feel like Corbin is is Vince McMahon's burner phone. <laughs> Like every middle finger he gives to the internet is through Baron Corbin. <laughs> I don't remember why I said that last night. Did he eliminate Daniel Bryan? Um, or he eliminated somebody that's just like he eliminated Nakamura. Maybe it was Nakamura that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I, I I thought this whole show is fun from top to bottom. I had a good time watching it. Yeah, there was nothing on it that really offended me. We were kind of picking it apart, like oh, but we're just nitpicking. I feel like yeah, Overall, I, I I would give the show a solid B plus. I, I I liked it. Yeah, I don't regret watching any of it. There's nothing. I mean, yeah. if I had to really nitpick, the only thing that like really upset me was the ending to the Reigns Owens match, and not even because of the. Because like shit happens with the handcuffs. If you're gonna fuck with handcuffs, it just doesn't make the ending doesn't make sense to me. Kev, <laughs> Kevin Owens just needs to kick Paul Heyman. Yeah. <laughs> like if 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 Paul Heyman showed up with one of the Usos and talking here, I was just laughing the the entire last five minutes of that match. It was just hilarious. Yeah. Well, uh. I think we're getting to about that time to call it a to call it a day on episode one hundred and one. So, do you want to pick a, a song ski? I want to pick two things. Do I want to pick a song? No, but I will. I wanted. We're gonna do the Bears versus Jets. I don't know if we're gonna post it, but we're gonna do it. I might just watch it with you. <laughs> like we'll, we'll we'll do a Zoom call and we'll because I got I'm doing nothing during the day I'll put on a fucking a Madden simulation for fun. If uh if you have Discord you could share your screen so if you could somehow get oh you know never mind um you don't have a a computer to do this with do you? No, D- dying it. Not unless <laughs> dog, I can dog nabbit. <laughs> not unless I can do airplay. Um. Um, you could probably just use your phone and broad and show the screen as you're playing it, and that's probably fine. Yeah, that's well, just that's all I'll do. But go like Instagram Live if I put if I do it publicly. If not, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> I'll just put it that's behind fun. my head. We'll do something. We'll like, if we'll talk about the results yeah. next week. We could probably we could probably figure it out on Discord. If you yeah. use that, well, we'll have at least two football games to talk about next week. Uh, right. and then nothing for seven months. Yep. Well, <laughs> WrestleMania, and then nothing for six months. <laughs> <laughs> um, song. God, what's what's the best song we have? Put the James Storm song. Okay, I'm gonna hopefully remix that. If not, if sorry. not, then just just poochie me and pick a song. If not, sorry about your dang luck. Sorry 
about your damn luck. Shot sipping.